0: the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it, the show? Duh. Duh. <laughs> Welcome to episode 91. I'm Adolf. I have with me Jake. Howdy folks. And this is a weird one because we got one big topic, but lots. it's like an octopus with uh, multiple tentacles to this one object. And uh, all about DC Comics and a DC fandom recently had a... Uh, DC had a fandom event where they have all these news events for TV shows and movies, and a lot of news came from this. And yeah. uh, so far... Um, there's going to be another one in September, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it looks like Fan- Fandome, um, uh was a lot more popular and a lot more interesting than how San Diego uh, turned out. Of course, that's not all San Diego Comic-Con's fault. It's kind of tough when your two biggest draws, DC and Marvel, uh, aren't in- aren't participating.
0: Was there previous DC fandom events? I don't remember that happening before.
1: Nope, this is the first time they've done something like this. Uh, and the last minute, they decided to not be so ambitious with, with, uh, with over 12 hours of live programming. They just kind of went with the 8 hours and just ran it a few times.
0: Well, we got a good amount of news and some big trailers, so let's get started. First off is Wonder Woman 1984. Got a second trailer, full-on trailer, and a new poster. And this trailer has the villain Cheetah and more of the plot. And I'm digging this. I'm digging this a lot.
1: Mhm. Yeah, it's looking like they took advantage of the delays they've had, and have uh, tweaked and 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 took advantage of it and made a. Looks like they were they're making a good
0: movie. So it looks like uh, Max Lord, the main villain here, has some kind of ability to grant wishes or something mm-hmm. or or desires and uh so I, we don't know exactly how all this worked out, but it seems like maybe this is the core nugget of the story of he somehow got this and now you know all these things have happened because of that like the cheetah getting you know be and uh having a, de- a return a legitimate return for um the love interest chris trevor or steven trevor Mhm. chris Pine. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah they've uh, really changed uh maxwell lord from the comics
0: yeah max lord I always felt like was kind of a weird secondary version of lex luther kind of thing
1: yeah he was kind of the the, the Max Lord I liked was in Keith Giffen's run of the Justice League. Kind of a little bit shady, but he was still a good guy. He had, um, he could manipulate people. You know, he had an ESP ability. He could get, he could convince people to do things, which is how he got the league together and brought it back and stuff. And that was a hilariously funny fun romp of a of a run. It's my favorite Justice League run. And it's interesting seeing him kind of turned into a Donald Trump-like character with a with a superpower of granting wishes.
0: Yeah, that's kind of uh I mean, I've seen some more newer Max Lord stuff on um and they've kind of made him to be like another version of Trump and Lex kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. It makes sense, and it's set in the yeah, 80s,
1: well, so... Uh, well, spoiler alert here for comic readers. One of the past reboots of Wonder Woman, she actually killed Maxwell Lord.
0: We'll see if she kills him this one.
1: Yeah, because she just, like, snaps his neck. I mean, it was like, damn, they were trying to make Wonder... This is when they were trying to make Wonder Woman uh, a hardcore badass and had her be real mean and stuff which is just not her nature.
0: Well, to a degree, um, I say that, you know, unlike Superman or Batman, she has, like, the warrior aspect, and, you know, death is just, you know, not a big deal. I mean, not the same degree. I think she's willing to kill. She doesn't have a, you know, she has reservations about killing, but she, you know, doesn't... She will do it, you know?
1: It was just kind of one of those things i mean it wasn't as bad as when john byrne had superman kill the Kryptonian um criminals
0: all right going back to this trailer we got to see for the first yeah. time um cheetah what do you think of cheetah
1: interesting uh they didn't basically make her um cat woman in a cheetah suit uh it looks like they went back to the kind of uh but it looks like they had the friendship between uh uh, barbara minerva and diane and they're not going with the stupid slut shaming storyline in one of the reboots that she wants immortality but because she's not a virgin she's turned into a cheetah
0: yeah there's a lot of different cheetahs and <laughs> you
1: know, and a lot of them are complete bullshit <laughs> real, real misogynistic crap uh Which is why I figure that's why Cheetah was not in the first movie. Because that's a character that would really have to be reworked hard.
0: And, uh, you know, considering that they have the same director, Patty Jenkins, here. And I think... I have no doubts about this movie at all. Um, The only doubt is, is this going to be a theatrical release? Which, right now, it still says October 2nd and in 3D. So...
1: And only in theaters, the posters on the FanDone, they were promoting only in theaters.
0: Yeah. So um, let's see if yeah, that sticks. That's what he said. Yeah. Let's see if that sticks. And hopefully yeah. it does.
1: Yeah. Didn't for Mulan. But this is a different studio.
0: Um, we're recording this on August 25th at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh things may have changed by the time you actually hear this podcast. So, yeah. Yeah. Mhm.
1: And by the time most of you hear this, you might have uh you might have to uh wrestle with the decision of whether to go see new mutants or not.
0: Yeah. Um we're going to try to post this as soon as we can, but you know, we we got other things to talk about, so let's uh, keep on going. Um let's talk about Batman.
1: That was a trailer. Wow.
0: It looked really cool, but it was super darkly lit.
1: Yeah? And I was like going, I don't care if vampires sparkle or not. That was an awesome trailer.
0: I'm not 100% sold on it. I I think it looks good. I like it. I'm not in love with it yet, but I I don't... Jeffrey Wright is what put me
1: over. He just has that dad authority walk.
0: Um, director Matt Reeves, I have complete faith in. He did all the apes movies or most of them. So I'm, I, I don't, I'm not so I'm not a hundred percent against it. I'm not a hundred percent for it. I think it looks good. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Patterson, he really captured kind of the whole douchey, uh, Bruce Wayne persona. Yeah. I, He's always had a douche facade. That's, I think the way he kind of keeps people off away not paying too much attention to him and he had that down pat of course we already knew he had the batman down pat but when he took off the cowl and he's got the dark you know makeup under the eyes which is something that all the actors wore dark eyeshadow to conceal their skin under the mask but when they would take it off it would be mysteriously not
0: present So the one thing about this Batman uh, I really like, Jake, is that they kind of tease the Riddler here. And the Riddler is not corny. It's like a serial killer. I like it a lot.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Christopher Nolan meets uh, David Fincher. It's just kind of like the Dark Knight trilogy meets Seven. And there was this one old guy I was like going in the trailer was, is that supposed to be the Penguin? Is that Colin Farrell under all that makeup? I couldn't tell. Didn't ha- wasn't in the trailer enough for me to just glom on and tell.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's a really good teaser where it it definitely gets you interested in this movie and like, oh okay, what's happening next? Um, the darkness is is you know kind of becoming a meme already, and it, it it's like okay, I get it, but it, I have to see the characters in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't
1: that dark. I mean, it wasn't like X-Files, which you couldn't even see anything.
0: Um, I was really worried about it because of the 3D aspect. And like, oh, is that not going to be in 3D because of this? And then the official Batman website from Warner Brothers says, quote, Batman is set to open theaters October 1st, 2021, and select 3D and 2D and IMAX theaters distributed worldwide. So... 3D is confirmed for the Batman movie. Uh,
1: but uh, Matt Reeves has, has shot Dark before and in, in 3D, so he can handle it. So I'm sure he's got he's got a cinematographer who knows what they're doing. So I've got faith. I mean, I mean he's got a track record that's really good.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna work out well.
1: Yeah, and, and Zoe Kravitz, she looked great as Catwoman.
0: Yeah, I like the idea of having this be a rose gallery, not just one villain anymore, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is kind of a year two with a little bit of uh, the long... Looks like they got the long Halloween. Yeah, I noticed we didn't see anything at Two-Face.
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: Of course, they got to leave us some surprises.
0: Yeah, and I'm fine, you know. uh, I forget all the villains are supposed to be in here, but it's supposed to be a lot of them, so... (laughs)
1: Yeah, the Long Halloween had a lot of villains. And, oh, and that Batmobile looked bad ass.
0: I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'm not in love with it, but I dig it.
1: Oh, it looks like a car, a muscle car that some guy could put together with a little scratch.
0: All right, let's keep going here. We also got um, some news on a new Justice League trailer for the Snyder Cut. I like this a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you notice all the footage was was footage that was not in the movie.
0: Yes, and that's a great way of doing it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Zack Snyder said uh none of uh Josh Whedon's footage is gonna be in his gut.
0: Well I think that's a little bit of a uh misnomer because i mean you can't re- do the whole movie you know
1: <laughs> well the thing is we don't know there were massive reshoots uh for justice league and whole subplots basically all the black characters had their plots removed
0: yeah i think cyborg,
1: cyborg iris i mean iris west her 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 family i mean all gone Uh, Cyborg's whole story is gone. Uh, Because Zack Snyder said that Cyborg was kind of the central core of the movie, which you wouldn't have known that from watching Josh Whedon's version.
0: So, one thing about this Justice League, Jake, it looks really different. Like, the color palette is not ugly, like, not as ugly as the theatrical cut.
1: Yeah, it's not garish. It looks more subdued like uh, the earlier um, movies in this uh, in the DCU and uh, Christopher Nolan's uh, Dark Knight trilogy.
0: So how they're going to release this is kind of weird. Zack Snyder said that, I don't know if you heard this, that they're going to make it four separate one-hour installments on HBO Max and then bundled together at the end?
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. So, so that probably means eventually uh, it'll be all combined either for home video or on the service to stream and for other markets.
0: Four hours is a lot of time.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, it'll probably be like the difference between Watchmen theatrical and Watchmen, the director's cut, It's light, light and, it's night and day. Yeah, you would think Warner Brothers would learn their lesson. I mean, how many times have they been down this road? Um A Star Is Born in fifty four, uh Blade Runner, the Avengers, uh, move the you know, the you know, Steed and Peel, not the Marvel characters. Um I'm trying to think of some of the other movies they've had to go back and um um Oh, yeah, Lethal Weapon series. Uh, they're always letting Suits last-minute muck-up movies, and then they wind... Oh, yeah, The Exorcist. Uh, yeah, they always wind up going back and tweak, having to re-release a movie either for the producer or for the director. Um, I mean, it, it's great, because a lot of studios won't do that. And the movie has to change... To another studio before it gets rescued uh but warner's in the past is pretty good about correcting errors that the fans see in their product um because like i figure even though there was no mention of the airs cut or the schumacher cut of those movies but because of the vast interest i think they're waiting to see how Zack snyder's justice league does Before they move forward on HBO Max with the other two uh, projects, which won't cost nearly as much because they're already in the can. They don't need neither one of them need reshoots.
0: Yeah, it's it's really interesting to see how this is being made and how they're it's going to feel different and it's going to be interesting. Very interesting.
1: Yeah, I'm very interested. Uh, I mean, Zack Snyder's not my favorite filmmaker but he does some interesting stuff and uh i do and i really want to see i really wanted to see what he was going to do i mean uh i think uh, the director's cut of uh, superman versus you know dawn of justice is a hell of a lot better than the theatrical version was
0: yeah i agree batman versus superman dawn of justice the director's three and a half hour cut is a better movie, the ultimate cut or whatever than the original one. But it it's, just, it's also kind of one of those things where brevity is, is important to have in movies. And it's just like, yes, it's, 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 you can do great things with four hours, but you gotta find a way to edit that down and make it still. Palatable. I know,
1: but No, but the thing is some stories just take longer. I mean, uh, Because, I mean, the Justice League movie, what, that thing wasn't even two hours, and it just was, it just, it moved, but it didn't, it moved because it didn't do anything, except be bright and have some horrible jokes. I mean, that scene with The Flash and Wonder Woman, I mean, it was
0: terrible. So, speaking of The Flash. Ah, We got some new Flash movie news. This is not going to be Vaporware because D- Warner Brothers and DC are putting some big money into this movie because we got not one Batman, but two Batman returning this movie. hmm Yep. And that costs money, boys and girls, and anyone else in between because that that's going to cost some serious bank to get Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck to reprise both of their roles as Batman. Mm-hmm. Big part of this movie and that that takes money. That takes a bank. Yeah,
1: cuz uh Keaton's on a between Birdman and his and his turn as the vulture, he's flying high. He's pretty popular again. And of course, Affleck is you know still popular.
0: After him quitting and coming back they had to get a good amount of money to do that so <laughs>
1: yeah and it shows that he really cared that he's willing to come back and you know give his character a proper send off which makes me even angrier cuz i'm sure uh part of the reason he quit has a lot to do with the, all the tea that ray fisher has been dropping about what really happened on set
0: yeah i mean i think part of the deal was that Affleck was gonna be able to make his own Batman movie and they did they took it away from him, I think, right?
1: Yeah. And I and I've noticed how everything has to be based on Jeff John's interpretation of stuff. I mean, yeah, he's written some great stuff, but guess what? The great stuff at DC was not written by him. Like the best Batman stories were written by Denny O'Neill, which those stories got Used in Arrow. Most of those great seasons of Arrow, where he's fighting the League of Assassins, that's all based on Diddy O'Neill and Neil Adams' run on Batman.
0: So get it back to Flash. We got some new concept art, not pictures. Uh, make sure that's 100% clear. Concept art, people. <laughs> Things will change. That's why it's not 100% in focus and not. You know, it looks like a cartoon because it's not real art from the movie. It's not a real picture. So it's going to be a new suit for Barry. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be sleeker and be given to him by Batman, which it's fine. I never was a big fan of the Justice League suits for his Flash. I just thought, I don't know, it looked too bulky.
1: It looked uncomfortable and you couldn't run very fast in it.
0: So let's uh and the newest Flash TV show um, outfit I love I think it looks beautiful and looks very much like a good version of the comic book interpretation of it. So
1: and we'll probably see uh, Grant Gustin in the Flash movie since we saw Ezra Miller on the Flash TV show.
0: Yes, uh, that's one thing now. So they mentioned that there's more opportunity for movies and TV crossover. Following the Crisis of Infinite worth's cameo. So that is confirmed. So that is definitely, they are thinking about this. So Grant, apparently um, the Flash was never mentioned his name at, in the movie, um, Justice League. So he got the name Flash from Grant Gustin's Flash TV show. So that loop is there. And I love the idea of Grant Gustin teaching him how to be flash that's awesome
1: yeah that would be incredible
0: because they did that to a degree with flash and uh the 90s tv show flash in the flash tv show
1: yeah well uh one of the throwaway lines in the early flash show was that zoom had changed the timeline because he was trying to have Barry become the flash sooner than he was supposed to, so he could get his speed force back so he could go back to the future. So so Grant Gustin flash is an altered timeline from uh, Ezra Miller's flash. Of course, Ezra Miller's flash, which was it the Snyder verse or the Whedonverse verse flash that met Grant Gustin? I know, head exploding.
0: So, yeah, there's a multiverse, which has been established in the Arrowverse, which is mm-hmm. now over. And, and, you know, just in case people don't know, he, they had that crossover. And that crossover between Ezra Miller and The Flash was not leaked, which was awesome. Because everyone that watched that show were like, oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and it was like, oh, my God, that was so awesome and incredible. And and it looks like they're going all in, even more so than, yeah. It, so, it, so it's going to be who gets their multiverse movie to the theaters first. It's probably going to be Marvel. I think Marvel's probably going to get Doctor Strange into the theaters first. But DC has always kind of owned the multiverse. Um, Concept. Yep. Because, I mean, they started it in comics in 61, you know, the Flash of Two Worlds.
0: So, basically how this could work, which is really easy, um, is basically Flash does the Flashpoint. He he changes the past, and you get to see Ben Affleck Batman be in this movie. And then he goes back to fix it, and then you see Michael Keaton's Batman, and then... <laughs> um, Apparently it's separate from Robert Patterson's Batman. But at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if they do it anyway, just because, but they don't want to say it yet. You know?
1: Yeah. I'm wondering how they're going to, uh, they're probably going to, after Flashpoint, tell us where, where each character's, what earth each character's on. But they're probably keeping us in the dark right now. Um to keep secrets and to make and to create surprises and interest and suspense and you know keep the hype up uh which is a good idea
0: yeah so this news has really invigorated the flash movie which we thought was vaporware um and i i think it's going to happen they put too much money into it now yeah and it's going to happen it may take another two years, but I mean, anyway, it was, coronavirus was it was gonna screw that up anyway. So, it's exciting to see what they're gonna do with this. And
1: one thing at Fandone, though that did ri- raise my eyebrows: how there was no mention of Aquaman.
0: Huh? Interesting.
1: Yeah, cause uh, what's going on with that? I mean, there's been so many stories and and so many rumors and whispers. I mean, are they going to do a tre- the Trench movie first?
0: No. Oh, has
1: that been – oh, it could be good. Uh, Juan's a really good horror director. And that was a great scene in the, uh, in the Aquaman movie where they go to the Trench. That was some spooky, scary, cool stuff. Uh, I could see that in a movie. It would be a perfect opportunity to showcase lesser Aquaman characters like Aqualad, Aqu- you know, Tula, the girl. Uh, dolphin. I mean, it'd be perfect place to. And heck, you could kill them all off if you want to, because it's not like there's a big fan interest in any of these characters anymore. I mean, and you could use either Aqua, Aqua Lad, or hell, you could invent Aqua Boy and send him in there and kill him off. I mean, it could be real interesting. But I just thought it was interesting that they didn't have anything to show for Aquaman.
0: I, I didn't think about it before he said that, but I agree 100%, especially since Aquaman made bank. Yeah, serious bank. And people were crapping on Aquaman before for decades. Yay.
1: People... I know. So us, uh, people who liked Ramona Friedman's art always had to... Of course, I have to admit, the way they crap on Aquaman on this show, The Boys, is hilarious.
0: All right, let's uh keep going here. Um, so we got Suicide, the suicide squad, suicide Squad, the suicide squad, written and directed by James Gunn. And we got a, uh, behind the scenes feature and a character roll call video. Um, we didn't get a ch- teaser trailer. The, the ex- speed, the exclusive sneak peek kind of thing is just kind of a, a fluffy kind of thing. They do studios do that a lot of times where they have like a, a fluffy kind of stuff about, Oh, we have fun making this movie. Here's some, here's some out of context clips. And Oh yeah, that was a cool shot. It's, it's pretty standard for movies, right? Jake,
1: Mm -hmm, but it looked real, but the stuff looked great. Uh, and Harley Quinn's outfit was wow. They got her out of those stupid booty shorts and into an outfit that somebody would actually go kick somebody's ass in.
0: And um the the, the other trailer that has the roll call with other characters. Oh, that was so much fun.
1: Oh, it looked awesome. The graphics, that whole faux comic book pop art thing and and Polka Dot Man.
0: Polka Dot Man.
1: Yeah, it's one of my favorite Z grade uh Batman villains from the fifties.
0: Yeah, and they're just completely going crazy with the costumes. They're like, you know what? Yeah, who cares? It's The comic book movie. Don't like it too bad.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, they've gotten rid of the the booty shorts on uh, Harley on Harley Quinn. I mean, yeah, I was like, really? Only thing you were missing is the seven inch heels.
0: Yeah, I think it's the same outfit that she has in the Harley Quinn cartoon. <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty much.
0: Um. Almost the same, if not basically, right there. Have you seen that cartoon? Uh, not yet. Uh, it's on DC All Access, which is basically dying, and now on HBO Max. And yeah, they
1: uh, just make DC Universe part of uh, HBO Max. Just merge the two.
0: It's actually happening, and uh, I'm totally fine with that because I don't, I don't want to get DC, but I have HBO Max, and I dig that cartoon. It is hardcore R, and it's hilarious and they knew what they were doing when they're making that show so
1: sounds awesome it sounds like a a reason to invest in a series but i just want but the only reason i haven't jumped to hbo max yet is i'm afraid that they're not going to port over all the comic books you can read on dc universe to hbo max
0: yeah i think that's a a dinosaur that's going to be extinct soon sadly
1: yeah cuz it looks like uh it looks like the 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 companies that own the comic book companies have decided we're not going to let these little rogues uh control our multi-billion dollar uh properties that we can make billion dollar movies with
0: and partially too the pandemic the covid-19 coronavirus has i mean the comic book shops were in bad shape before but now i mean the, it's not that a lot of them are closed down forever. You know?
1: uh, forever. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they're saying something like eighty percent of uh, independent businesses aren't going to survive this.
0: And you know, the comic book stores—they were barely scrapping by with—and the, then it—it's. It, there have always been smaller kind of stores and part of the appeal is to flip through these catalogs and you don't want to flip through there and you can't clean them every single comic book in there. You know, even if you wear masks, it's still, your hands are going to get everywhere, you know? Yeah.
1: And, uh, you can't really use UV cleaning because you'll mess up the pay because the bag is in the boards. Uh, It will degrade. If you have to keep cleaning them, you'll degrade the quality. And I doubt comic book shops can get people to wear gloves. Yeah. I mean, some of the high, high end comic book places, if you want to look at their golden age books, you will put on a pair of gloves. You will not touch them with your bare hands. You won't touch them, period, because they'll be encased in something but to even touch that encasing they'll make you wear gloves but since i'm not the type who who can spend several grand for a comic book uh i don't that's something i've never had to go through
0: so let's go back to suicide squad here uh the character list here is so much fun um we got okay i'm going to name them all and go um and the actors, the actors first, then character. Joe Kinman is Rick Flag. Cool.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, he was in the first one.
0: Michael Brooker, Rooker is Savant. I never heard of that character.
1: He's a a real obscure one, so I figure he's cannon fodder.
0: Frala Borg is Javelin. Never heard of her.
1: That's uh, another obscure one. She's uh, that's probably more cannon fodder.
0: Margaret Robbie as Harley Quinn again. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh I don't think I don't think she's going to get killed off.
0: No way in hell she's going to get killed off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, I would love it if, you know, she steps on a landmine 5 minutes in, I would be howling with laughter, but the whole rest of the audience would be going, "No! Not Harley, no!"
0: No, even though Harley Quinn movie did not do that well on box office, I think there's enough people excited that like that character to keep it going. And
1: he did well enough that they're talking about another one.
0: Yeah, I think it was just a bad timing of the coronavirus just starting to pick up then, and and you know rate hard R movie. And I think once people knew what's going on, um, I think a lot of people weren't sure what to expect from it, and you know we're like, oh, wait. And then I'll wait, didn't happen because the coronavirus. Mm-hmm.
1: They should have called it Harley Quinn. They shouldn't have made a Birds of Prey movie.
0: It's now on HBO Max. And I imagine a lot of people are going to see an HBO Max and be like, yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, David Deshmashan as Polka Dot Man. Yes. First time Polka Dot Man on theatrical live action.
1: Mm hmm. And, uh, I hope he's not cannon fodder.
0: <laughs> um, I'm, I'm rooting for I'm rooting for him to survive. So his suit he could like take off the dots and use them for things or something? Yep. <gasps> uh Daniela Moshor is Rat Ratchet Rat- too. Never heard of her.
1: Ratcatcher too. Rat yeah,
0: Ratcatcher
1: Rat is one of those cool villains. They've changed the gender of the character. And made her the successor to the original rat catcher.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Uh, Edris Elbra is Bloodsport. Not, not again. We were wondering if he was gonna uh, change the role and be uh, uh uh replace Will Smith, but he's not replacing him. He's not Deadshot.
1: Yeah, they just picked out a character so obscure I forgot about him. Uh, Bloodsport was like one of those real obscure characters that was like holy crap i had completely forgot about him uh so good call because he's basically yet another because it's late 80s early 90s everybody i mean everybody was a in, there was deathstroke death strike deadpool they were all copies of each other just when the comic book code would let them use the dead and death as his character names
0: Um, I mean, a lot of these are super obscure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, I'm a pretty DC fanboy. I'll I'll admit to that. I like, I I don't know who these people are.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Wait till you get to Nathan Fillion. I've got, I'll, I'll fill you in on some of that.
0: Yeah. So that's an interesting story. Um, so uh, next up here is Steve Aggie playing on set as King Shark and John, So King Shark is is great. Um, No way in hell he's dying.
1: (laughs) I don't know because he's in the Flash TV show, the character. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. But he's such a badass. How would you kid... I mean, if he does die, it's going to be hilarious. Mm -hmm.
1: At one time, uh, there were rumors that Ron Funches was going to be doing the voice. And now I'm hearing rumors that it's Taika Waititi.
0: And King Shark, you know, it's such a CG character um you, you, i didn't really get to see him at all in there but they did. that's gonna be some money
1: uh-huh yeah i want to see jaws 3 remade with the character of king shark
0: um all right so we got here mongol which uh, by mailing, it's the daughter wow. of
1: mongol she's, she's mongol it's mongal she's the daughter
0: correct you're correct sorry you're right the daughter of mongol which is a superman character <laughs> a superman villain
1: yeah is one of those characters that uh is pretty obscure and is one of those that uh there's is not used much because of claims of cultural appropriation and stuff uh i don't know maybe but the the her the daughter she's a she's kind of one of those characters that exists because they wanted to give the dad a daughter you know kind of like scandal savage it, it exists to give to create drama in vandal savage's life
0: so some of his powers it they've changed over the years mongol but Mongao i assume is very similar if not exactly the same super strength super speed super healing stamina and
1: uh and we no idea if he exists in this cinematic universe, so she may be pretty much the female version of him. And who knows if she's canon fodder or not?
0: I mean, I imagine not because that'd be a super powerful <laughs> character. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. um Let's keep going here. Sean Gunn as Weasel.
1: Yeah, looks like James likes to cast his brother as rodents.
0: Um, uh, so Weasel is actually a DC character. <laughs> Yeah. B Davidson as Blackguard. Never heard of that. Oh, it's super obscure character. John Cena as Peacemaker, which is considered an actor that's like a douchey Captain America, which sounds awesome. Yeah,
1: Peacemaker's a great character. He's a Charlton comics who uh, DC bought decades ago to where they got Blue Beetle. One of the Blue Beetle. It's a long story. DC has bought a lot of old comic companies and smashed them into their universe. Uh, And Peacemaker is one of the more interesting uh, of Charlton characters that never, you know, there's, there's Pete Cannon, Thunderbolt, and there's the blue beetle, uh, the question, there's a bunch of them, but Peacemaker had never been uh, kind of revived. Now he has. And Cena, It'd be perfect because his sense of humor mm-hmm. and stuff. Because if you've seen blockers, he's gonna be perfect as peacemaker.
0: Um. So Pete Davidson as Blackguard. Never heard of him.
1: Yeah, it's cannon fodder.
0: Uh, Peter Capaldi as a Tinkerer. Not heard of him. Yeah.
1: The thinker.
0: Uh. The thinker or tinkerer. Thinker. Okay.
1: Flash villain. Uh, was that? terrible flash villain on tv he's probably a uh, canon fodder and he's also a lot more comic accurate than he was on the cw the character
0: i thought the thinker was a different character than the tinkerer
1: it's the they're both the thinker
0: huh interesting
1: unless they've changed the unless they change kapaldi's character's name at the last minute but he was originally cast as the thinker
0: Okay. Uh, let's keep going. Um, the head
1: dress he's wearing as his character is the Thinker's head. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Because um, the Tinkerer is a, a Marvel character, so. Uh, yeah, and the Thinker's a DC. I don't know. Um. John Diego Juan Diego Bardo as President General, Silvio Luna. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, uh, Joaquin Casio as Mary, Mayor General Mateo Suarez. I don't know. Probably characters
1: from Suicide Squad, which um, I haven't read in decades. The early ones. I need to get back. I need to go reread those because that was some great stuff.
0: Um, Jen Holland as Emma Harcourt. No no idea who that is. Storm Reed as Tyler. No idea who that is.
1: I imagine she's going to be Bloodsport's daughter.
0: Uh, uh, Alice Braga as Solo Sarah. No idea who that is.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. Probably just a character, cre- either early um, Suicide Squad run or related to somebody in the squad.
0: So this next one is one that you mentioned before, Nathan Fillion as TDK. What does that stand for?
1: Uh, This character was created for... Uh, this um uh, because um a pe- the story I've heard is James Gunn wanted to use a Legion character called Arm Fall Off Boy. Yep. And uh, so he created the detach the detachable uh, and I'm not sure what the K stands for, Kid. but apparently, yeah, he can remove his limbs, and 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 since it's Nathan Fillion it's pretty sure he's cannon fodder. So don't get too attached like his arms.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, he he hasn't been in DC comics in a long time, but it's, it's one of the dumbest and fun characters. He's going to, you know, literally rip off his arm and hit someone with the (laughs) the other arm. Uh,
1: yeah. I always thought somebody should have done a Legion book with arm fall off boy, uh, weather wizard and, uh, no, Storm Boy and Eiffel Ethel.
0: So the Detachable Kid, or TDK for short, to sound cooler, because he's not a kid, he's an adult. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's going to be fun. Um, and then finally, Jake Courtney as Captain Boomerang. Why, Jake? Why is Captain Boomerang? Why? Because he comes back. Because that's what Boomerangs do. He comes back. He He was pretty good. In the original Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah. I mean, there were some other characters I wish they had brought back, but hey, but we get Nathan Fillion, so I'm happy.
0: So, the, the little teaser and everything, so far everything they've shown, this looks awesome, and James Gunn, you know, having the pedigree of both Guardians movies, this is so has everything behind it. It's going to be great. If it's not great, it's going to be a massive disappointment, you know.
1: Yeah. And we have no idea if this is going to be an R or a PG-13 movie. Uh James Gunn can make an equally as good movie with either rating.
0: Um yeah, we don't know that either. I think they may go into R, um but it it just it's on the edge and we don't know if this is 3D yet that I know of. We do know for a fact Batman is. We do know for a fact that um, Wonder Woman is. And, you know, Justice League is going to be an HBO Max, which doesn't have 3D. But Suicide Squad, I mean, for now, we'll assume it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it better be 3D. I want to see Polka Dot Man throw his dots in 3D.
0: And, uh, all right, next up, um, Black Adam. So um, we got... Uh, some concept art, which I was kind of expecting there to be a, a traitor for this too, because Dwayne Johnson has been Black Adam for like ten years, but hasn't shown anything.
1: They haven't filmed. They haven't shot an inch of footage, because you got to remember his ex-wife also is not only manages The Rock, but also manages Henry Cavill.
0: And he says the hierarchy of power in DC Universe is about to change. And Black Adam is the same power suit as or same power as Shazam. So, um, and Black Adam's been that powerful for thousands of years. So it's going to be interesting.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like they're sticking pretty close to the comics with his character. Uh, I mean, I I imagine he is not going to have the same wife. Because I can't imagine a DC movie using the character of ISIS. Yeah. Um, because of branding issues, and ISIS has a whole other meaning now.
0: Yeah, you know how it is. It's going to be Fox News. DC Comics wants to buy. You have your kids buy ISIS toys. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So we got some dates. We're going to mention. Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, still scheduled for theaters, October second, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll know. We'll 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 get. We'll start getting an, a
1: a feel because more places are going to be opening up Friday, showing movies.
0: Um. So twenty twenty one, at some point in time, via HBO Max, the Snyder Cut of Justice League will come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, August 6th, 2021 is Suicide Squad.
1: Sounds good.
0: October 1st, 2021, Batman.
1: Yeah, Long Halloween indeed.
0: December 22nd, twenty one, Black Adam, which...
1: Pfft. They got a lot of faith. They got a lot of faith in Black Adam putting him on Chris- Of course, The Rock has been doing well at Christmas.
0: Yeah, I mean... Uh- we have, the fact that there's not a trailer for it and it's supposed to come out in a year um and I don't think they have filmed anything for it and with coronavirus still around I don't see how that doesn't get delayed
1: we will see i mean he's he is the rock is the hardest working man in show business
0: yeah I mean, I guess everyone's gonna have to go to New Zealand <laughs> since that's the only good place to shoot.
1: That's why Tiger, that's why Tiger in everything. It's because they all have to shoot in his backyard.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, I we'll see how things are starting to open up. I mean, kind of, sort of, not as bad as it used to be, but and then
1: things are shutting back down. But you know, the Rona is uh is still here and no matter how people ignore it, it's still out there.
0: And uh, you know, there's a I've been reading reports about how even if you do survive it, which look, most of the people listening will probably survive it. Um, you know, God forbid me or you get it, will probably survive it. Probably being the key word. Um, the thing is there's a lot of lasting effects that we don't know and that, you know, you may have permanent lung or heart damage, and that's not something that is easy to live with.
1: Yeah, or brain damage.
0: So it's going to be interesting how the long-term effects of this, you know, does last, and long-term economic effects and everything going on with this coronavirus, so...
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, our the U.S. economy is in the crapper.
0: So... We'll see what of these movies get released still. Um, I mean, obviously, the one that's obviously done 100% is Wonder Woman. Um, that should have already released. Um, but we'll see when that comes out. Is there any other news you wanted to mention, Jake? Oh, I'm trying to think now because
1: we've gone over so much stuff. I'm trying to remember everything. Um, Oh, now it, it slips my mind. I knew there was something, but I can't remember.
0: Uh you mentioned that the Sandman movie or something.
1: Not a movie. Uh it looks like Sandman might be coming to HBO Max, but I have no idea when. It's like it's being developed. There has a, it's just what Neil Gaiman said at Fandone. I mean, it's it's being worked on. Who knows? When exactly it's something in production they haven't really announced if it's ready to go or anything
0: so yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting to see how everything works out, but I was pleasantly surprised by all this, and I think this is actually a really good way of doing it, and uh having these presentations and um you know it's not the best, but I think they they get a lot of stuff covered and this is
1: to me this is better than San Diego Comic-Con because uh 99% of the people listening to this will never be able to go to San Diego Comic-Con and in the and the 1% of you that do most of you couldn't get into Hall H to see these presentations anyway. This everybody's on equal footing. You just kick back, uh find a feed. I mean, I found guys on YouTube who were Porting it over so I didn't need to try to get my computer working. I could just watch it on my TV and I was happy as a clam.
0: What did you think of a dark side in Justice League trailer? I thought it looked okay. Not great, but not terrible either.
1: Oh, compared to Steppenwolf, he looked amazing.
0: Yeah, Steppenwolf is going to look different. He looks different already.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all they can do is go up.
0: So, yeah, this is going to be a a really good... I think this is going to be a good time for DC, and it looks like they're really starting to figure things out, and I'm excited for everything. Yeah.
1: Uh, Do I think they're going to return to the old universe? No. But I don't think they're going on the path that they were starting to the brand-new, happier, fun-time universe either. I think we're just going to get some movies that are loosely connected... And they're going to build their universe the way Marvel did, which is smart, because when you try to cut corners on building a shared universe, it bites you in the ass. We're looking at you, Dark Universe.
0: And I think they're more focused on making fun, enjoyable movies, which ultimately is more important than universe. Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, because if they were sticking with their universe, we would have never gotten Joker.
0: Um. Yeah, and I, I, I do wonder about Shazam too. Um, you didn't see anything about that, but there's still time.
1: The thing is, the fact that it was mentioned by The Rock in passing, we know it's happening. This was pretty much to give, let The Rock strut. I mean, just hope they're not waiting too long because those kids aren't getting any younger.
0: All right. I guess that's uh, basically it for everything that, uh, you know, there's a lot of other TV stuff and other things that are not really related to 3D movies. Uh, we're trying to focus this on 3D movies um, but it, it's a really good amount of content uh, DC and Warner Brothers showcased. And I'm excited. I think this is a, a really good way of doing things and look forward to more stuff in the future.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope they do more of this. I also hope uh, uh Marvel does something like this. Heck uh, Disney would be well served to have a, an event like this but knowing disney they'd probably charge you 50 bucks to watch it online
0: all right i guess that's gonna be it for us bye bye before this podcast wraps up i want to thank my patrons thank you kano 3d and mr bingo 5 for your financial support on patreon.com so that's gonna be it for this podcast thanks for listening you can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email 3 or 2 d at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.